On this episode of Aka Education, Justin speaks with Maida Cohen, Tahila Alfonso, Saul Deanda, Michael Stolar, and Jonathan Constantine, the young, brilliant team behind the Aka Education theme song. Justin and the team talk the process of creating virtually through the pandemic, the value of networking, and much more. Let's get ready. It's time for some Aka Education. It's the Aka Education Podcast. Hey everybody, it's Justin Glodish and welcome to episode 12 of the Aka Education Podcast. I have to tell you, I am like really excited about this week's episode because I finally get to meet um, what I'm dubbing as the theme team. I have everyone here who was involved in creating the theme music that you hear every week on the Aka Education Podcast. I have Meta Cohen, I have Mike Stolar, I have Tahila Alfonso, Saul Deanda, and Jonathan Constantine. They all had a hand in creating the vocal arrangement and producing the vocal arrangement that you hear at the beginning of this episode or of these episodes every week. So folks, welcome to the Aka Education Podcast. You wouldn't know, but they're actually cheering right now, but they're all muted, They, but they are cheering, I promise. So I'm going to start with Meta because Meta is the one that actually contacted me when I put out, you know, basically like a one ad, if you will, on Facebook and social media looking for ideas on on theme music and she responded right away and she was like I got this great idea how do you pronounce your last name I'll be right back and then all of a sudden I had this beautiful awesome arrangement so Meta I want to start with you where did the idea come from and and how did you you know go about this Yeah, well, first of all, thank you so much for having us. We're all super excited to be here. Um, And it's great to meet you virtually. Um, So yeah, you you mentioned that you you were posting ads about, you know, you were doing this incredible podcast and you were looking for someone to write your theme song. And I saw it on one of my favorite Facebook groups, Arranging and Chill. Um, And I, I got so excited. I thought, wow, I mean, I'm sitting at home in quarantine and I would love something to do. And I love arranging and want to try to get better at it and want to try to get my name out there as an arranger. And maybe this could be a really cool opportunity, you know? Um, so I started coming up with ideas and I knew I really wanted to include your name somewhere. So that's, that's the first thing I did was email you and ask how to pronounce your name. I just knew at the end, I wanted a little like with Justin Glodish, like something like that. Um, so Uh, It was awesome to get a response um, back from you. And then I kind of just started um, thinking and coming up with little ideas. I changed around my idea a ton of times. I think I probably wrote like five separate theme songs that I was considering doing. Um, And once I had something, um, I called Saul because I was having some issues with a part of the arrangement. Something sounded funky and he had just put out this super cool arrangement. And so I hadn't talked to him in a while and I thought um, it would be awesome if he could help me out. And we ended up talking for like five hours on the phone and he just went through everything with me, every little idea. And eventually we we had something. And so um, 
yeah, then I contacted everyone else and asked them to help. And we ended up coming up with this really cool theme song that I think we're all really proud of. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I have two young children, both younger than five at home. And when I hear the ending, it reminds me of um, don't, it sounds silly, but it reminds me of like Sesame Street when they're teaching you like letter, like letters and numbers. And not for nothing, people always mess up my last name. It's it's either, you know, goldish or, you know, something weird. So like I use this as a reminder, hey, listen to this podcast. This is how you say my last name. So, um, and folks, I want you to know something. Um, pretty much everyone here, like they're real, they're young. I'm, I mean, younger than me. They're young. Maida's only 19 years old. I mean, she's an arranger, composer, playwright, actress, singer, songwriter from Boston. Um, she sang with her high school group, the GAN um, Academy Shenanigans. And, um, you know, she's a proud alum of Acapella Academy, which actually a lot of these folks are. Um, and she's current member and co-arranger of her virtual collegiate group, Inside Voices. Now, Saul, um, she said, uh, Maida said that she contacted you first. Can you kind of describe what that initial conversation was like? Was it kind of like, oh, hey, oh yeah, let's let's work on this. How did it go for you? Yeah, so she, it was like really early in the morning for me because of the time difference that was going on. Mm-hmm. And so she sent an audio file along with it. So I was like reading it and I didn't know if it was my like morning brain that sounded the, like a part that sounded off to me. So I was like, okay, let me give it a couple minutes to like try to sink in. And when I finally heard it, I kept hearing this little thing. So I like, we started talking for like 20 minutes. I think we were texting and it was until finally I was like, you know what, let me just FaceTime you. And then we like literally just went through the whole thing and found the two notes that were coming out. And then from there, that's when we like kind of redid a lot of the, like for the most of the thing. Nice. And I, I like the fact that, you know, it's the collaboration effort from afar. It's not like you were sitting in the same room, you had the technology yeah. to be able to have this conversation back and forth. And that's pretty awesome. And then Meta, you end up bringing in, um, let's say, Yonatan. And um, I'm assuming uh, he also is a, he's a student at GAN right now. So, um, you know, still in high school, the base. Um, and, you know, and bringing in Michael as well uh, to kind of fill in out those parts. So how did that come about? Well, the first thing I realized once I had something was that I needed someone to sing the male parts. And I was just, I mean, I adore both of them. I mean, Jonathan and I were in the shenanigans together for one year and he's an unbelievable singer. And he was the first person that came to mind for me for the bass. And Michael was the first person that came to mind for me for the tenor and baritone. Michael and I were in the same group. Uh, also, Will and I were in the same group at Acapella Academy. Um, and this kind of just seemed like the perfect team to, to put this together. And then, um, yeah, yeah, that it was, it just kind of ended up being perfect that they were all able to, able to participate. And then I knew Tahila because she is a counselor, was a counselor this past summer at Acapella Academy. Um, and I just heard unbelievable things about her and think that she's super cool. And so I just kind of on a limb reached out to her and was like, hey, do you, do you think you'd be able to mix this for me? And I was shocked. And she was like, yeah, <laughs> I, I was thought she was going to be like, no, I'm so sorry. I'm so busy. It's really last minute. But she was like, yeah, totally. And she like was so unbelievably helpful. And it was amazing working with her. So it ended up just being and really incredible collaborative process with all a lot of people have have never even met like we're from ages we're we're from like ages junior and high school to college graduates and like that is so cool 
Oh no, I absolutely agree. This I'm I'm watching. I'm seeing all of you nod and smile. Like you know, like you are at some part of this process, and you're hearing the story happen, and you're like, I remember how that unfolded, and this is a story I'm going to tell everyone someday, you know. And um, Michael, I I noticed that you know you're a freshman at Belmont in um in Nashville, and you know you're in your acapella group there, and you write your own music, you know. And then uh, Tahila, man, I'm I'm reading this like you are so accomplished um folks Tahila Alfonso she was named outstanding graduate in 2020 from the prestigious Thornton School of Music at USC um she received her BM in popular music performance with vocal emphasis and she she's she's told me she says you know I was introduced to music you know at a young age but man acapella let me tell you back in 2014 she went into the acapella academy working with Ben Brahm Robert Dietz and Avi Kaplan and uh, as Maeve just said she ended up becoming a counselor to work with um, these particular um, folks as well and um, she shared the stage with Billie Eilish um, Good Charlotte amongst others she's well accomplished uh, Tahila. Um, when you got the phone call, what was it like for you to to be a part of this process? Oh my gosh! So um, that was such a nice introduction. Wow, thank you. Um, but it was interesting because of I try to dip my toes into multiple ponds when it comes to like arranging and MDing and obviously singing and all this other stuff. So when I got um, Meta's message saying, "Oh, can you edit and mix this?" I was like, "Whoa, that's something I have." literally never done (laughs) beyond like the demos that I used to make for some arrangements. And so I don't know what in me needed to say yes, but for whatever reason I said, yeah, sure, let's try it. Um, And oh my goodness. And I just ended up going to the bunch of mixers and masters being like, what do I do? Oh my gosh, I don't know how to do this. But um, it ended up being, especially just being in quarantine and being, um, stuck at home it was really really good learning moment I think because I never had done anything remote even close to mixing or really editing at all and so and that really made me more interested in wanting to learn more about that very specific niche and so um yeah it was definitely scary but I'm really grateful that I was able to do it grateful that Meta trusted me to um do it but it was a lot of fun and uh, it was nice to know I can add a little skill to my resume. Hope not super professionally yet, but it's there. It's getting there. But you know what? You know, you brought up a good point and I'm sure all of you will agree. And I'm going to ask you, you know, how things have been going for you. But, you know, quarantine hit. And, you know, for, for me as a music teacher, it came down to, all right, how I'm going to teach all of my students online. You know, um, for some of you, it might have been your senior year of high school. You know, how am I going to finish out my senior year? You know, I direct, I helped uh, assistant direct our high school musical production. We lost out on our musical production. A lot of our seniors lost out on prom, a lot of these different things. So it was a very difficult time for a lot of us to navigate through. And part of the reason why I started this podcast is like, I need something else to do. And um, it was it was something that I thought about. And uh, that's why this is here. And, you know, taking on new new thing, new interests, if you will. And, you know, and I thought you did a solid job. And, I, and you know, the fact that, um, you know, you have this connection um, with the SoCal Vocals, who I love, 
um, first of all. And, you know, the group changes every year, but the, the output of material and the quality is just the same. It, it, it continues to grow and be amazing. And from what I know, you know, Ben, Ben Brom was also a member of the SoCal Vocal. So you have that huge connection there uh, for you educators out there to, who don't know who Ben Brom is. Um, he is the primary arranger for pentatonics. Um, amongst other things, he's, he's like, his brain is like amazing. Um, but you have those connections and um, yeah, I just see this as it was a huge opportunity for all of us to kind of to grow and do something new. Um, Michael, I have to ask you, um, you know, being down in Nashville now and um, at Belmont, um, what is it like working with your acapella group right now? Is, is it similar to what uh, Mates is going through as, as it being virtual? Are you actually meeting together? You know, what is it like uh, in your neck of the woods? So yes, hi, so nice to meet you. Um, so I am in the Prismatics, which is a group at Belmont University. We are a co-ed group, we have 16 people. Um, and actually there's two, there's one Academy alum that's currently in the group and one that just graduated from college, so no longer in the group, but Gabe Greenwood and um, Jenna Eveslage are both members that were are in the Prismatics. So it's been super cool kind of carrying around the Acapella Academy you know, tradition. Um, we meet uh, every Wednesday and s Sunday to um, complete and kind of rehearse together. We wear our masks. Uh, we're not allowed to rehearse on campus right now, so we go to somebody's house um, and we just kind of, you know, we meet up, we learn our parts alone, and then we kind of put it all together. We're actually going to be learning my first arrangement for the group on Sunday, which I'm super excited about. So yeah, a lot of super cool things that we're working on. And we're also right now in the um, upstaged acapella collegiate competition. Um, and we just moved on to the second round. So that's another nice. thing that we're Congratulations. working on. Yeah. Awesome. Now, um, I wanted to ask you about arranging as well. You just said that, you know, you have an arrangement going on with your group and uh, Meta put this together arrangement and worked with the collaborative process. But what about your process? Because I know that um, we all arrange in different ways. So um, and I think it's important to understand everyone's process is different. So what's your arranging process like? Wow, what a great question. Um, I'm still figuring it out, funny enough. But I Are think, yeah, <laughs> I think the the thing that I try to focus on the most is um, to arrange in moments. So something that I always try to do is I I listen to acoustic versions of the song. I listen to live performances. I try and get a wide variety of options for what I can do with the song. And usually, like when I start a song, it has to be something I'm immediately like inspired by. Um, mm -hmm. so it, I have to have that immediate connection to it. Otherwise it probably isn't going to turn out amazing. Um, so yeah, I, I have that initial connection to it and then I kind of just foster that and try to arrange in like moments where I feel are super big. Um, but I mean, it's always changing and there's so much more I have to learn too. So. Right. Absolutely. Uh, now Jonathan, um, still in high school and, um, you have that connection with Meta, um, going to GAN Academy together. And, um, so what about your situation? Um, you know, how is it working out for you? Yeah, so I'm in the shenanigans, uh, Gans Acapella group, and yeah, shenanigans. I love that pun. I always bring it up every time. Um, so we're outside our building in like a big U shape uh, with masks on. Um, it's definitely way harder than uh, years before. Actually, right now, 
I'm not actually singing because uh, my parents think it's too dangerous. So I've, I've just been, you know, learning the parts, you know, that they gave me the sheet, mu- sheet music and then I, you know, learn it at home and then I give them the recording and yeah, but it's, it's way different this year. Like I really hope things come back to normal next year. And cause my ninth grade year, I was one of the first ninth graders to join the acapella group. It was like, they like changed the rule and stuff. I was like one of three to make it in. And I, I had so much fun that year. That was uh, Meta's last year at, again, we performed at, you know, really like cool places like at this hotel and then like at this Jewish organization. And then we went to a two night like sleepaway event, uh, like an acapella competition. I got deemed most valuable ensemble member. I still got the little diploma signed. Uh, that was probably the highlight of my year. Uh, but then everything started crumbling down after, ever since COVID came into our world. I'm just hoping for the best this next coming year. And yeah. Yeah, I'm right there with you. You know, um, if I, if, if anything, you know, I feel like this year, I'm trying to look at it through the educator lens in a sense that if anything, the students who are tackling this this year um, and however long this one may be, I'm, I'm hoping that they have the potential to become um, stronger and more aware and they build their self-awareness and, um, you know, they become self-reliant on their singing. Um, you know, for me, I teach middle school, so I know that um, some students are not comfortable being singing out loud by themselves, but they feel that that comfort of being in the group, whereas you know, being having to sing or be, wear masks 12 feet apart or however long it is, wherever you are, they're becoming more self-sufficient on themselves and having to rely on their own ears. And, and my hope is that they're able to build th- their ears, um, you know, their oral skills, their oral training um, to make them stronger singers. So when they are able to finally come back and sing into a group, um, that's the one, that's one of the positives that we get out of it. That it's like, oh, I feel confident enough to sing by myself and there's no problem. You know, now they're with a group and they feel better about that. And I can only imagine what, what the situation is like for you. Um, and, you know, my heart's with you, man. I wish, I, I wish you the best, but you know, um, the virtual thing, what we're doing here, you know, that's gotta be a positive part of it too. Right. Um, Saul, how about you? How about on your end? Oh, you know, um, I'm not really, I'm not doing school right now. So I'm just literally just living life like one day at a time doing stuff um i'm currently on a music trip in nashville actually um recording some people and well like safely obviously um but i've been taking a couple breaks from arranging lately so i'm literally just enjoying life at the moment trying to enjoy it as much as possible it's just been slow every day yeah every day does feel a little (laughs) little yeah it's like progressively slower and slower and slower Mm -hmm. But it has its ups and downs every day. You know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's talk about Acapella Academy. And um, because you all have that connection, um, and Yonatan, I say that you have that connection because I want you to go there. I, I'll figure out, we'll figure out a way for you to go there somehow and be a part of that. Um, you all have the connection of working with, you know, uh, Robert Dietz, Ben Brahm, um, Avi Kaplan. And Acapella Academy is just one of the couple um, different acapella um, summer camps that has has come together in like the past five ten years. What is what is the process like for you know entering into acapella academy and what does a typical camp look like? Tahila, we'll start with you since uh, you know you were a counselor this past year. So what's it like on your end? Yeah, um, it's actually funny because I 
I originally went to Acapella Academy as a camper as well. I don't know if I mentioned it, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I was there for the first three years in 2014 to 16. And then just this last year got accepted as a director. But um, this year specifically was very interesting because, you know, it was online. It was right after COVID hit. Everyone was freaking out. What do we do? Um, mm-hmm. But it was still in every capacity, even online, it was such a magical an incredible experience in every aspect of the word. Um, every camper at Academy is so incredibly gifted and so talented in ways that I have never been able to fathom. And just the amount of work and dedication that I've seen from each of the directors and from Ben, Rob and Avi and from the campers as well, that they, the amount of effort and energy that they put to make those five days this week, this year as amazing as it was just blew my mind I was crying all week in the best way and it was it's an incredible experience so I think this year as a director it was you know arranging the song for the groups that we were assigned and coming up with a video concept as a group which we hadn't been able to do before it was just the in person it was a lot of just the workshops and live rehearsals and choir rehearsals and live performances but obviously we can't do anything live this year So this year it was, you know, um, getting the arrangement out to the group far, far in advance, um, assigning, I had to assign like part checks every so often just to make sure that they were learning the parts and, and everything. And then we would have weekly Zoom meetings leading up to camp to talk about the video, talk about what we wanted to accomplish, talk about, um, what we wanted to, our message to be with our video, um, for the showcase, which all of the groups ended up doing and sounding incredible and album is now out on all streaming platforms if you haven't listened to it shameless plug. I have it. amazing it's amazing i it's, i cry every time i listen to it but um yeah it was hearing and i think the craziest thing about all of it is that it was mostly recorded you know on everyone recorded from home it was all on smartphones and all on um laptops and their own little home recording studios so they did have mics and the fact that it came out as incredible and as polished as it did I think blew everyone away I don't think anyone was expecting it to be as clean and as incredible as it was and so um from a director standpoint I can easily say that was such an incredible experience and such an incredible thing to be able to witness from Mm -hmm. this side of things Nice. And uh, Meta, Michael, and Saul, you all were in the same group. Is is that what I'm getting? And that's that was one of the biggest connections you have. So Meta, um, talk a little bit about uh, your your experience there at Acapella Academy as well. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's it's only been a little bit over a year since I went, but I already know that it has changed my life forever. And it's crazy because it was it was only 10 days. I mean, I I've always loved Acapella, but I don't think I realized until camp that it's it's actually something that I can do. And like, I mean, rehearsals and electives and workshops just gave me such valuable skills to create and also learn how to collaborate and do something like this, you know, as an artist. And I think because of that, over the past year and, you know, during this COVID time, I, I think because of it, I've been so inspired and able to produce a lot of music. And I, I just think there's, there's honestly no words to describe just how amazing it was to be immersed in a space where everyone was equally passionate about music and about being kind to one another, while also being supported and surrounded by just like 
unfathomable talent um, and some of the biggest, some of my biggest role models within the acapella world. And I like, like huge shout out to the staff. I, I genuinely feel like each and every one of them are still there for me, even ones that I've never met, like Tahila, um, you know, to talk about struggles during this crazy COVID time and talk about loss and tragedies, but also, also listen to your arrangements and still teach classes and offer you lessons. Um, I just, it was, it was unbelievable. It's, it's crazy. Michael, you want to add on to that? Yeah. So I was in the same group with Meta and Saul, my first year at Academy, which was in person in 2019. Um, and it was the most amazing thing I've ever done. Like I think about it every day. There's not a single day that I am not like, Oh, Acapella Academy. Like I think about it all the time. Um, and I also like, especially Meta, like we literally talk like at least once a week, like we're always texting. So like when she reached out to me to do this, I was like, oh yeah, like, of course we were like always talking anyway. So it wasn't even like weird that she reached out at all. Um, and so I also had the opportunity to be at Academy again during the digital Academy where Tahila was a counselor. And, um, you know, it was definitely different and, uh, you know, it, it, there's such a magic when you're in person that like, sadly over zoom, like it's just a little bit different, but, um, everyone, like the, the staff and the directors, they did like everything they could to make it as magical as it was. And it was still so phenomenal. And I still love like being part of the digital Academy too. So great experience, both in person and online. And I totally would tell every single person that I was in my high school acapella group with, I was like, please audition, like, please, please audition because it was so life-changing. So, uh, it's definitely one of my favorite things I've done so far. And Saul, how about you? Yeah. I mean, like where to begin? Like, obviously the online experience is really good, especially like the quality that comes out of it. But there's just something about being in person with having all of the singers there interacting in real time instead of the little delayed latency through Zoom and all that. But it's even though it was only one year of, of in person that I got to be there, I still wouldn't change that for the world. Even even if the only chance you would get would be online, it's still like it's like a lot of people have been saying this. It's not the camp the location itself isn't the camp, like it's the people, the family that you build even if it's just through the screen like it's it's honestly one of the best experiences you could ever dream of especially for acapella right and 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 not for nothing when you have people you know who are at the helm that have like their names are huge in acapella you know like ben avi and and rob then you know you're going to get a great experience and you're going to learn a lot um, you know, this, this kind of brings me up to like one of the main topics I wanted to talk about this week. And it's, it's about networking and, um, making connections. And I think that, um, especially in a time like now, you know, staring at screens for so many hours a day, getting your learning from a screen or, you know, having to distance yourself and not have that, that emotional and that social connection that we're so used to that we've grown up with, um, you know, for for some of us, you know, that really affects with our our mentality and it affects with how our, our daily lives go. And um, the value of camp, you know, the camp that you've been a part of, um, really creating those connections and networking is huge. So do you feel, this is a question for all of you, and we'll go down the line, but would all of you work together again? You know, you have this solid acapella group right here 
technically and uh, like a manager um you know who can who can record and she can she can do it all you know and kind of get you out there um but is this something that you have actually maybe considered continuing as the group of you and in your own mind what is the value of networking how do you see like especially in this current time how has networking helped you continue to grow and and be successful i'll start with tahila let's start with you Networking is everything. That's at the end of the day. That's, you know, that's a big reason that a lot of people go to music school and or go to college in general. And the big reason that um, things like Acapella Academy are so important because, you know, you meet people who are super like minded and just as talented, if not more than you and you can learn from and you can grow from and grow with. Um, and so you know, networking, that's, is the reason that I'm where I'm at today with my career and that I'm still able to work in the midst of a pandemic, you know? So I, um, I think it's just all about being bold and being confident enough in your own abilities and being a good person. It's so important. It's so much more valuable than, than talent. Obviously talent is so important too, but if you are not a good person to work with or a good person to be around, then it doesn't matter. I would so much rather want to work again with someone that I could vibe with and that I could have a good time with than someone who was talented, but alone in the corner because they thought they were too good for everyone, you know? And so in networking, it's constantly, if you're a good person and you're talented, it's just leading to more opportunities. It like people, especially in the singer community in the acapella community, people want to see everyone do well. People want to see everyone succeed. And so if you're a good person and you're incredibly talented and fun to work with and have proven that you're reliable with what you do, then jobs are right. inevitable and work is inevitable and meeting incredible people is right there. So networking is everything. 100%. Yeah. You bring up a great point because I mean, I don't know about all of you, but I know that I personally have experienced uh, working with, uh, with people that, you know, were, were difficult and super talented, but hard to work with. And um, what you, what I always worried about, especially when I was younger, um, it was, having the connection with that person, knowing that they kind of had a negative energy or negative vibe with other people within. So it came to like having to establish myself instead so that like I didn't have that negative connotation, like being around that negative energy, if you will. So like it all comes down to, like you said, being a good person, which I think is extremely important in today's society, in today's climate, being a good person. It really gets you far. Um, Meta, what about you? And, um, you know, obviously you're kind of the one who set up this, this network of um, the theme team, if you will. Um, but how about you? How do you see it working um, for you? And when do we hear the next uh, theme team uh, record? Um, I mean, like Tahila said, networking is everything. I think if I hadn't had an experience like Acapella Academy, I wouldn't have been able to put this together. I mean, logistically, because I wouldn't have known people to sing the parts or to mix it or to beatbox or to help me co-arrange. But also on an inspirational level, like not only is networking great for the, to help you figure out how to actually do the things and find the people to help you make them happen, but the people that I've met have actually really inspired me to then go and make music and network I, th I think it's it's just as much about you know having that person to kind of you know help you as much as it is, it is to inspire you and help you to grow um and even though we're in this super crazy 
you know, virtual time, I've actually found that networking has been, I don't know if I would say easier, but it's gotten more interesting. I actually just, I'm a music major at my um, college, Colorado College, which I am a freshman at this year. Um, And they just had yesterday this really cool virtual speed mentoring program where there were probably about 12 music majors on this virtual call um, with a ton of different mentors from all different aspects in the music industry. There were people who worked with Beyonce and and Taylor Swift and really cool people. And there were people who did, you know, they they mix for a living or they master for a living or they're producers or recording artists. Um, And we got um, six minutes with eight of them. And that was really cool. I mean, I never would be in a room with all of those people and get to talk to those people. I don't think, I mean, it's been, it's, it's been really interesting. And I think, um, yeah, networking is really important and it's, it's allowed me to kind of put this together and I, maybe we can do something in the future. Yeah. We should, we should talk about that. That's a good idea. I'm like secretly trying to like, you know, push it. I mean, well now it's out there, but like, I I think there's, there's a lot of potential here and I'm just kind of like, you know, this this has a lot of potential to be really awesome so don't mind me like being your biggest fan you know I mean you sing a song with my name in it so I kind of have to be like the fanboy you know what I mean so (laughs) it is what it is um Yonatan I I wanted to ask you because you know for you you know you're still in high school and um you know in a couple years you know looking looking towards you know your post high school career and uh the networking uh, starting networking now, you know, for me in high school, I, we didn't have Zoom. We didn't have, you know, like Facebook came out my, my third year of college. You know, it was, it was a very different time for me. So networking, at least virtually, was a lot more difficult. So, um, Yonatan, how about you? How do you foresee networking helping you to kind of uh, prepare yourself for after high school? I definitely think the past, I don't know, seven months or so now, it's just, you know, it's it's brought a lot of training with Zoom and just all these different, you know, FaceTime and all that helps me a lot with networking and stuff like that. I just wanted to say I agree, like a thousand percent agree with what Tahila and mm-hmm. Meita and what you said about, you know, networking is everything. You guys brought up, you know, your experiences at Acapella Academy. I, you know, got to admit, I kind of feel left out. Um, but I I dream of doing it. We're going to get you I'm, there. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I dream. It, it's. Like you guys have all convinced me. So regarding networking in the future, it's something that I think will be easier, I feel, because if you want to, let's say um, I get into a certain college and find people that are, you know, that live in the same building as me or something, I want to, you know, get to know them beforehand. And, you know, there's Facebook, you know, they all, they, they make those Facebook groups. Um, I can get their numbers. There's all this social media. Basically, technology is, is taking over networking you know, in that, in that sense. Absolutely. And, um, uh, Michael, you know, you're now, uh, in Nashville and, uh, what do you see as far as networking, especially cause I, when I teach about Nashville or when I think about Nashville, you know, I think about the recording industry that's there. Like you are not that far from one of, one of the meccas of the recording industry, you know? So, um, you have a really like strong opportunity to really get out there and, um, you know, so Saul, I know you're actually out there right now. Uh, I mean, if you guys are going to connect at some point, I don't know, but you know, you both are in Nashville right now. How, 
How do you see it uh, working out for you, Michael? Yeah, so Nashville is an awesome city. Um, we at Belmont University, it's about like five minutes from Music Row, which is so cool. It's literally right there. There's actually courses that are taught like through the school that are at buildings like on Music Row in the studios where students are like doing music learning how to record, learning how to track vocals. So super cool stuff. I'm not taking those yet, but hopefully one day. Um, but so, yeah, just like you guys were saying, networking is everything and being nice to people is everything. Like I, there's, the cool thing about Belmont is there's so many music people, like probably about 70% of the school is somehow related to music, whether it's like an audio engineer, just somebody who's in music business or like me, like a commercial voice major, there's just like so many different people. And so um, even the majors who aren't in a music person, like still did choir in high school or like play the bassoon. Like it's so funny how everyone's connected to it somehow. So you never know who you're going to meet. Like I walk out of my dorm and I meet somebody new and they're like, oh, I'm also like a songwriter and then I get their number and then we can start writing music. So there's so there's a really quick turnaround with like how much talent and how much is available to the student here. So that's why I love it so much. And uh, yeah, networking is just, it's kind of the way to get yourself out there and also start getting your name on projects, which is super cool. And Saul, how about you? Yeah. So I haven't really, I guess I kind of took the whole social distance to heart this thing uh this these past seven months but i haven't really been networking with too many people but the experiences that i have had have been very impactful meaning like uh what was it there was this song that i needed help on that somebody literally like completely changed it to for the better and i wouldn't i wouldn't have done it if i hadn't known them through like acapella academy of course and if i hadn't like actually reached out to them asked for help um but yeah, it's it's harder and easier at the same time with the whole uh, COVID situation right now because it's like it it can be easier mm-hmm. because it's literally like a click of a button away. But at the same time, it's like you're so used to not being in communication with people for a while that you like the anxiety starts to kick in or like you don't know if like they'll want to because like there's been situations where people like it get, it gets with their head not having communication and then like the first communication that pops up is like whoa this is weird i don't want to like you know like they like anxiety basically right no yeah you're absolutely right cuz yeah i mean there's there is that that mental aspect of it because you know i you can get stir yeah. crazy you know being like you can't go here or you can't do that or you know and i know each state has like its own idea of, you know, what's safe and what's not. And, you know, you can, these establishments are open, but these aren't, and this state has everything open and this state doesn't. So it, that plays with your head too, because, you know, that affects, um, you know, travel, you know, especially for those of you, you know, you, you, you're at college, you know, some of you, and you're in a different location than where you originally were. And, you know, what's it going to be like when you go back home, you know, are you going to have to quarantine for 14 days or, you know, there's a lot of mental aspect that goes into it. Um, you know, and you've all pretty much said, you know, I think we've established that networking is key and it's very important. Um, but it, it really, um, it can become easier because we have all of this technology at our, at our fingertips. And, um, you know, collaboration wise, there's a lot of really cool things out there. You know, they are making, um, different, 
websites and applications like uh, Jamband or Soundtrap for the Music Classroom, which is basically cloud-based versions of what GarageBand is. And then, you know, uh, Joseph Gordon, I think of Joseph Gordon Levitt and uh, his hit record uh, website, which is a huge collaborative network of people with artwork and music and video and, and all these different types of mixed media. And um, so there are ways for all of us to be able to connect uh, artistically um, in a variety of ways. Um, and I want to actually uh, take a moment before we actually head out. Um, I want to give all of you the opportunity to put your names out there um, to help build your network. So um, each one of you will go down the line, you know, let us know where you're at, social media, you know, any websites you have. And, um, you know, because honestly, uh, I think, you know, we have a few arrangers in here that I think uh, a lot of our teachers are going to want to have a conversation with about arranging for their groups. Um, you know, we have, um, we have the, the uh i guess the the jack of all trades uh she does it all and um you know and i think uh to will actually offer up a lot of different advice on a variety of topics um you know and yonatan is you know he's going to be singing bass for the rest of his life you know he's going to be out there as a bass singer if anyone needs a bass singer because let's be honest there's not many good ones out there and he is a beast okay so um i want to take a moment and actually give you all the opportunity to give you the floor tell us uh tell us where we can find you uh saul we'll start with you yeah so uh you can find me at saul underscore de underscore on which would be s-a-u-l underscore d-e underscore a-n-d-a um and yeah there should be, I'm working on a place where you can reach out to me and I also do mixing and all that. So that'd be a good little plug to put, but yeah. Nice. Uh, you can find Saul on Instagram and he does mixing uh, and a lot of other really cool things. So we're going to get that up on the, our Instagram and we're going to post it in the episode description pages as well. Uh, Michael. Yeah. So uh, I'd also say Instagram is probably a great place to find me as well. Uh, that would be Michael underscore underscore Stolar 27, which is M-I-C-H-A-E-L underscore S-T-O-L-A-R 27. Um, and I'm primarily like a tenor vocalist, um, but I also songwrite and arrange and I would be so willing to connect with anybody who wants to. So yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Yonatan, how are you? Um, Instagram as well. Uh, I have nothing there, but you know, it's just a great way to contact me. Um, it's Y-O-N-A-T-A-N-K 2004, no caps. Um, that's just, I guess that's the best way in my opinion. Absolutely. And uh, Tahila? Yeah, I'm going to... Surprise, Instagram, haha. What? Uh, <laughs> probably the best way, but I'm also on Facebook and Twitter a little bit. And I think everywhere it's I am Tehillah. So I-A-M-T-E-H-I-L-L-A-H. Um, there might be an underscore somewhere on Twitter, but who knows? I don't even know anymore. And um, yeah, any arranging needs or songwriting, background vocal, lead vocal, um, educator MDing needs that you need or I guess now mixing thank you Meta for <laughs> that little addition um yeah that's that's me and I am I check my email probably more than I check social media so that will weirdly enough so that will 
be the best way to contact me. And uh, Meta, you know, the, the ringleader of it all, um, where could we find you? Yeah, I actually don't have Instagram, but you can find me on my website, metacohen.com. That's M-A-Y-T-A-C-O-H-E-N.com. You can shoot me an email from there, see what I do. Um, I'm an arranger, composer, playwright, actress, singer, and songwriter. And you can also find me on Facebook. It's just my name, Meta Cohen. I have to say this has been probably my favorite episode to date, just because the, I, the energy that I feel from the five of you has really made this um, a pleasure, you know, and um, I can't thank you enough, one, for um, making the the theme uh, music to this podcast, but two, uh, taking the time to actually talk about it and um, talk about everything that you have going on with you and the networking process and Acapella Academy and just everything in general. So, um, Yonatan, Maida, uh, Tahila, Michael, Saul, Thank you for joining us this week on the Aka Education Podcast. Thank you so much for having us. This was amazing. And thank you for giving us the opportunity to virtually meet each other because I don't know if everyone listening knows, but a lot of us just met right now on this call. So thank you for giving us the opportunity for that as well. Bringing acapella families together one episode at a time. (laughs) Absolutely. Thanks again. We will be right back. Hey everyone, this is Justin from the Aka Education Podcast here to tell you about Anchor. Anchor is what I use to create these podcasts and let me tell you, it's free. Uh, There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And the beauty of it is it will distribute the podcast for you. So I can record on Anchor and it's going to send it to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all these other places as well. And I love that I can make money from this podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So be sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And welcome back to the Aka Education Podcast. I first would like to thank everyone who has shared their stories so far about how the beginning of their school year is going, whether they're teaching fully online or they're in a hybrid model or if they're back in the building. And the same thing goes with the students who are currently experiencing the same thing. Next week's episode, I will be sharing those stories. So this is the last call for anyone who would like to share their story with us. You could email me at akaedpodcast at gmail.com. It could be a written story. It can be an audio recording, whatever you'd like. I would love to share your stories next week. So be sure to let me know how things are going. It could be your school's reopening plan, how things have gone for the first few weeks of school, What has changed since the first week of school? I can tell you personally, my plan of action has changed practically three times a week, maybe more. So share your stories with me at akaedpodcast at gmail.com. We'll be right back. You know, voting isn't just going to the polls on election day anymore. Options like early voting, mail-in voting, and ballot drop boxes are available to more voters and are growing in popularity. How to Vote, a tool created by Democracy Works, breaks down the options your state offers for casting a ballot, empowering you to decide when and where to vote. See, democracy works best when we all vote, but misinformation and confusion about election procedures have resulted in low voter turnout. 
How to Vote, a tool created by Democracy Works, takes the guesswork out of the voting process. You know, some things that the How to Vote voter tool does is you can sign up for election reminders, see what's on your ballot, get step-by-step -step assistance requesting your mail-in ballot, and explore your options for returning your voted mail-in ballot. You can check your voter registration status, find your polling site, and even make sure you have the appropriate ID for voting. So decide when and where you'll vote this year at howto.vote. I am not going to lie, this episode was such a blast. This group, they're amazing. Thank you to Meta Cohen, Michael Stolar, Tahila Alfonso, Saul De Anda, and Yonatan Constantine for sharing their stories with us today on the Aka Education Podcast. Be sure to check out the links in our episode description for resources that we discussed in today's podcast. Check us out on social media, Aka Ed Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and on Facebook. Be sure if you haven't done so already to subscribe to this podcast so you can be notified when a new episode is posted every week. We're on Spotify, we're on Apple Music Podcasts, and we're also on Anchor. You can also now check us out on Akaville Radio, akaville.org. And last, if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for the podcast, be sure to email me at akaedpodcast at gmail.com. I'm Justin Glodish. I'll see you next week.